Fritz, welcome to the Leadership Dynamics Podcast. We're excited to bring you the tools and resources used by dynamic, high-performing leaders to communicate effectively, grow their influence, and take their companies to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast. It's got play and safe. Seeing how I screwed that up last week. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So this week, we have a pretty good one. We're going to talk about another tool of ours, and it's called the influence model. First, Kim is going to read the description of the, 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 the read a description of what it is. And then we're going to bring up the tool, which you obviously can't see, but we'll try and describe it for you and how it all works. And maybe even dribble in a little bit of our story on how it's affected us or how we've seen it in our career and our lives. So Definitely. I'm going to let Kim go and yeah. All right. In the new world, leadership is about influence, not positional power. Even our private relationships and friendships require influence with each other to remain healthy and vibrant. Learning how to build healthy, effective influence with the people in your life is key not only to their growth, but to your success as a leader, as a friend, as a parent, and even as a sibling. It starts with building trust. The influence model tool equips you to become more intentional with how you build relationships. It's important to remember, however, that building influence intentionally is not about you and it's not about manipulation. It's about understanding how you impact others, choosing to be for them, not against them or for yourself, and taking intentional steps to fight for their highest possible good. Whether they know it or not, people are always looking for four things when deciding whether to grant their trust to you. Character, chemistry, competence, and credibility. Without these, effective relationships cannot happen. But when you do fulfill these things, there's a deeper opportunity for relationships and impact if both parties are willing to lower their walls of self-preservation. So take this tool to heart, be for others, and discover how you can be intentional to build strong, productive, and lasting relationships in every area of your life. The influence model. Wow. That was a lot. Yeah, that and that is a lot. So we're not going to go too deep. We're not going to digest too much of this. But I kind of want to kind of want to give you guys a visual of what the tool looks like. So if you can imagine the outline of a person on the left and an outline of a person on the right, and then we're going to have a line. And underneath that line, it's going to say character and chemistry. We're going to have the addition symbol, the plus symbol. And then we're going to have competence and credibility. And then that connect the two is going to be trust. On the top is going to be transaction. And then we have in one red solid line going vertical, we have self-preservation. Then we have relationship and influence impact in between the two. And then we have self-preservation again, and then the outline of others. Mm. So in saying that, 
the self-preservation piece is, I think, kind of a big piece into this because this is going to be where your limiting beliefs are, your self-preservation, right? And this is the barriers that can happen in between mm -hmm. transition, in between relationships. Yep. And, and, and that's why they're red and that's why they're vertical. But the cool piece about that, the tool is that there's a red dot, yellow dot, and green dot on the top of them. So you can kind of put where you are with self-preservations at that point. So mm -hmm. if, you look at, if you look at your influence with people and you're taking your character chemistry and your competency, credibility, and creating that trust, and you're trying to communicate an influence impact, but there's certain limiting beliefs that are preventing you from being able to communicate at a level that's digestible or believable. By other people. By other people. Mm -hmm. That is where that self-preservation falls in. And it, it, so here's what it looks like. It would be you coming in with a fantastic idea to do something innovative. You're coming into a group of people and they may look at you like, oh, that's really great, but. So that but in the relationship or the conversation is directly related with you as a person delivering the idea because it's amazing to you. You start to backpedal and wonder, maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I'm out of my league. Maybe I should rethink this, or maybe they didn't understand what I was saying. And so that's an internal process. And that's actually where you're undermining your influence. Yes. But you, and then when you outside process that, it comes out a little uglier. So mm -hmm. it could be more of you just getting upset, turning and walking away, being argumentative, trying to drive your point home. That's where that wall of self-preservation comes up. And that's where you undermine your influence. And that's what Fritz was, was talking about. And so it becomes more forcing it to happen, which is more of a transactional feeling than it is more of a relationship feeling, a relational feeling, or, you know, having vulnerability and being authentic and being allowed to come to the table where people may not understand what you're saying, but will at least understand that they need to ask more questions. Yeah. So I can, I can pinpoint a situation and I'm going to talk about one of my, one of my positions I've held in, in my career, my previous career. Mm -hmm. And we would have to report numbers by 12 o'clock and by five o'clock every day. And if our numbers at 12 o'clock were substandard, then it was one of those quote unquote motivating talks. Oh yeah, I know those. That you have to get your numbers up. Right. Mind you, it was based on how many customers, how many vehicles were coming through our door, which I couldn't really control. Sure. Outside of maybe lifting up my slack slacks and maybe showing, <laughs> showing some leg ankle. and seeing if they're coming <laughs> that way, which probably would have backfired. <laughs> But, um, you know, I couldn't control that piece. I could only control what was there. So I was forced to use my influence as a position, mm -hmm. not as a person. It went totally against my morals as a leader 
but I had to get a job done and uh, my hand was being forced and I wasn't mature enough at that time to draw the line. So I would use my position of power Mm -hmm. to drive numbers, Mm -hmm. which ultimately didn't work because I'm pretty sure the customers felt the pressure of us trying to get sales add-ons on top of their oil changes. Right. And that would be, that would be the self-preservation of, I know this is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyways. And I totally undermine my influence that way because I set myself up to be a leader of power, not a leader of influence and empathy and caring, mm-hmm. which yeah. probably, and it didn't happen all the time. But it really all depended. If I had four days in a row like that, yeah, yeah, the the heat's on, the pressure was on. You yeah. just crumble. Right. At some point, you crumble. Yeah, and that's where that influence model mm-hmm. and understanding that tool and actually being mm-hmm. able to have something like that, mm-hmm. I would have been able to reflect on that, look at that, and right. I would have been able to slow down and been like, well, wait a minute. It can even happen. Thank you for the thank you for the example. But it can even happen in healthy conversations. Mm-hmm. So you know that to me, of course, I'm listening to you, and that is an obvious like you're you're obviously dominating the situation and using your your stature. So let's to, please use the other okay. side. <laughs> so the other side is when you're in a healthy conversation with a group or with your friends. And you, you know, there's this unconscious incompetence where we're basically on autopilot and we're used to just speaking without really thinking about what we're saying and how we undermine ourselves. And you can be in a really healthy collaborative team and say one thing that if you're trained to hear it, you will hear self-preservation. And it's wild to know that it can happen so easily that we, that we, we may say something like, you know, Hey, Kim, you know, you could totally get in and talk to so-and-so about such and such. And I would say in my self-preservation without realizing, well, I don't know if I'm that good or I may not have all the information that I need. Right. Or I don't know, maybe somebody else should do it like that. That's self-preservation because what what is keeping me from actually stepping into that? Right. It's usually fear. It's confidence. It's maybe not of ever do- doing it before. It's maybe thinking even below that that I may not be smart enough, witty enough, you know, stature. I mean, all of these he talked about in the beginning is limiting beliefs on who we are and what we're capable of. The and, only person that limits us is ourselves. And unfortunately, our limiting beliefs often become our habits of speech yes. and thought. Yes. And that's where you that's where your self influence, influencing yourself. Yes. Which is why when at the beginning of all the beginning of these podcasts, we talked about the know yourself to lead yourself. Yes. Because that is a tendency. So this influence model ties right into that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just remember that if you're impacting yourself that way, how are you impacting other people? What is your influence with your audience? Your audience can be your children, your spouse, the people that you work with, or the people at the grocery store. 
You have to be mindful of that. I think the simplest thing out to remember is try to always approach everything from a relational standpoint, not a transactional standpoint. And that will help immensely in attaining a good influence model. Yeah. I think sometimes we need to start leading with our heart and not so much with our mind. Yes. So with that being said, not to throw a ton on you, but we did. We did. Digest that stuff. And uh, we love you. And we will see you next week's episode. Sounds good. provided you with valuable insights and actionable steps as you grow in your leadership journey. For more information on this topic or other leadership tools and resources, visit our website at rewireddynamics.com.